This is the EWN Podcast Network. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of guilt. My mother grew up Catholic and I sometimes blame the whole Catholic (laughs) schoolgirl thing on the whole guilt trip stuff. But we all experience guilt and we all feel like I don't want to offload the stuff that I don't like to do. I don't want to make somebody else do that stuff. But the beauty of the human being is that we're all unique in the things that we love to do. And I have interviewed some amazing bookkeepers who thrive in that environment. So why are you being selfish and keeping something to yourself that you don't like to do and depriving somebody else of the gift of allowing them to do something that they truly love to do? It's Lift As We Climb, a show that shares secrets about growing your business from the eWomen Network premier success coaches and outstanding members from all around the world. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach and your host of the show. On today's show, we're helping you make more money by connecting you with the help and support to get more done. Nicole Bandis is the founder and CEO of the Virtual A-Team. She's our guest and we're talking delegation and how to do it right. Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship building concierge. Cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. And the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star. I love talking about this topic because every small business owner has a time machine. They just don't realize it. If you can master the art of delegation, you can make time for yourself. So let's welcome in Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of the Virtual A-Team to the show. Nicole, a time machine. Does that make sense to you? It totally does, Pat. Thanks so much for having me on. And for me, I always say that there's only one currency that we can never get back, that we can never get more of, and that's time. So for sure, time is our most valuable resource. We only get it once. And every minute of every hour of every day counts. And it's what you do with that time that matters most. I want to learn more about the virtual A-team, but I do want to talk first about the concept of delegation and the idea of letting go. Because while you can solve the problem, someone still has to be willing to let it go. So let's talk about delegation in general. Why do we have such a hard time delegating projects from our small business? There's actually a lot of different reasons. And I really dig in with my clients to figure out what it is that's kind of holding them back a lot of times. Sometimes it's this idea or this concept that I'm the only one that knows how to do what it is that I do. And they get hung up on this concept of it's going to take so much time to train somebody to get into my head that it's just not worth that investment. And I usually address that and say, but it's a one-time investment. So if you're investing in that once, then you get to take that off your plate. It takes a little bit of time up front to train them, but then it's done. You're not having to redo that over and over again. And then the other thing is a lot of people just don't, they don't really know what to say. They know they want to get stuff off their plate, but they don't know what that looks like. They have no skill set, no experience around giving work over to somebody else. So they're just kind of doing what they're doing. They keep hearing, oh, I should be hiring a VA or outsourcing or doing this, but they don't even know where to start. I think a lot of people are scared to not be busy. I think being busy and maxed out is almost a security blanket for a lot of small business owners. Like, I'm doing everything that I can. Look at how hard I'm working. That means I'm going to be successful. But when you delegate something, 
you've got empty space. And that empty space can be used for what your area of brilliance is. But does that idea resonate with you that people don't want to be unbusy? Interesting story. In my prior business life, when I actually was building a productivity coaching business, one of the things that I did all the time was learn how to do this and learn how to do that so that I could be busy building my business. But what I was not doing were the things that would make the cash register sing. So I was busy. I was working on my business. I was building this business, but I wasn't doing the right things. I totally could have outsourced building my website or creating social media content or sending out newsletters. But all of that stuff kept me busy and kept me feeling like I'm doing something. So even though the money is not coming in, at least I'm busy doing something. And it was totally the wrong approach. I didn't realize that at the time, but Monday night quarterback it and realized, oh, yeah, I could have done that so different. That's the way we can justify our day, right? Well, I didn't sell anything, but I worked really hard. Right. I was sitting in my computer for eight or 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to that then. When do we know it's the right time to delegate? So if we're running a business, when should the light bulb go off that it's time to give up some stuff? So this is not an easy question to answer. It's, it kind of goes back to that. Well, it depends. You can really authentically begin to delegate as early as the moment you decide to start a business. There are certain things that you can delegate. Now, that being said, not everybody has startup capital to do that. But there are things that even without that startup capital, you can begin to look at delegating. And it's Heck, it might even be just getting people at home to help with some of the chores and stuff to offload what it is that you're having to spend your time doing. But there's also things that you can do to work with a low-cost VA to help get you set up or have somebody that at least knows how to design a website. Because if website building is not your area of expertise and you feel like you need to get that off the ground running before you start promoting your business, which by the way, you really don't. That's a whole side conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever those things that you feel like are not in your skill set, it's not going to be in your best interest to take the time to set all of these things up. Classic example, we just brought on a new client for Virtual A-Team and he is building a brand new media business around his area of expertise. This hasn't even launched. It's not even officially off the ground yet. And he's brought us on to do all of the things like creating the landing pages, creating the email marketing to create the list and all of those things because he knows that that's not the best use of his time. So is it the stuff that we're not good at? Is it also the stuff we don't like to do or the stuff that we do that just takes too long? Are those three different things we could consider delegating? Yeah, those are all the litmus test, basically. What you don't know how to do well what you hate to do, or even just dislike doing. I can bookkeep all day long. It is not my favorite thing to do. (laughs) If I can stay out of the QuickBooks, I am so much happier. And then, yeah, those things that somebody else can do them faster or at a cheaper price than you can. So if you bill at $150 or $250 an hour and you can pay somebody $50 an hour, why aren't you doing that? Yeah. And I think it also makes people feel guilty when they start delegating stuff, I would think people would feel a little bit guilty about it because like, I should get better at this. I should know how to do this. And QuickBooks is a great example. It is not uncommon to run into small business owners that hate it, that aren't good at it, 
but they'll sit on webinars to try and get good enough at it so they can at least get it done. Rather than just saying, you know what, I don't like this, I'm not good at it, I'm just going to turn it over to someone because they would feel guilty if they did that. Do you run into guilt as a barrier for people? Yeah, for sure there's a lot of guilt. My mother grew up Catholic and I sometimes blame the whole Catholic (laughs) schoolgirl thing on the whole guilt trip stuff. But we all experience guilt and we all feel like, I don't want to offload the stuff that I don't like to do. I don't want to make somebody else do that stuff. But the beauty of the human being is that we're all unique in the things that we love to do. And I have interviewed some amazing bookkeepers who thrive in that environment. So why are you being selfish and keeping something to yourself that you don't like to do and depriving somebody else of the gift of allowing them to do something that they truly love to do? Wow, that is a master reframing of the way to look at that stuff, that you're being selfish by not giving it to someone that loves to do it. That's really good. So let's talk about delegation now. You don't see a lot of training on how to manage a delegated process, how to manage someone that you've given work to. So how do we think about giving over that work and managing the people that are doing it? If I'm the client and the A-team, virtual A-team is taking care of something, How does that process go? How do I hand off that work? It really starts with the conversation. The brief is kind of that very beginning stage of delegating some information. And this is even the piece where things can begin to break down because if the client isn't really 100% clear on what needs to be done and they hand that off to a VA, traditionally a virtual assistant, unless you're paying a higher level virtual assistant, They are doers. They do exactly what you tell them to do. So if you as the client are not 100% clear on what that should look like, sometimes that can break down and the VA, they might not have the confidence to come back and challenge you and say, well, what about this? Or what do you mean over here? So the more clear your brief can be and the more descriptive it can be, the better that flow will happen. Now, another way to solve this, if you truly know that being that clear is not something that's in your zone of genius and you're just like, hey, I know that I need a landing page, but I don't know how to describe what that means. There's six different definitions for what a landing page is. Which one do I mean? (laughs) Then you can work with an online business manager who's going to really help to pull those things out of you and develop that on your behalf rather than you figuring out exactly how to delegate every piece and manage all the details. And that's a game changer to have someone to pull it out of you and explain what you mean when you don't even know what you mean, because you can waste a lot of money hiring a VA off some website someplace. If you don't know exactly what you want, they can't deliver it. If you like the idea of being able to delegate, but you don't know how to find someone that's qualified, that's where Nicole and the virtual A-team, they've got it all figured out. We'll learn about her program and how you can get help in just a moment on the Lift As We Climb podcast. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by Cultivating Sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm using Cultivating Sales to not only organize my clients and partners, I'm using it to manage this worldwide podcast. With this one program, I built and host the show's webpage where guests can apply, book their dates, and subscribe. It also manages the email communications and Lift As We Climb VIP text program. The one program has replaced so many other subscriptions, it practically pays for itself. 
Stay close to your customers with texts, emails, sales funnels, calendars, a course builder, and even a website builder. Get the secret discount just for Lift As We Climb listeners. Visit cultivatingsales.com slash lift to capture it. That's cultivatingsales.com slash lift. And the LinkedIn Lifestyle, the secret recipe to attract the right people and build authentic relationships on LinkedIn. Before I worked with the LinkedIn lady, my LinkedIn was a mess. Then she introduced me to the LinkedIn Lifestyle. And now I'm loaded with daily content ideas. My profile views are up and my engagement has improved. If you're trying to do business on LinkedIn, join me and lead the LinkedIn Lifestyle. Visit linkedinlifestyle.com slash star to get the free report, Five Fatal Flaws in Most LinkedIn Profiles. Watch your profile views and post performance soar with these tips. They work. Get the report now at linkedinlifestyle.com slash star. And the Expressory, your relationship building concierge. I just launched the Idea Collective for Small Business Owners and Jamie and the team at the Expressory are blowing my members' minds. When a new member signs up, the Expressory team is automatically alerted to send a personalized surprise welcome gift right to their doorstep. The members are so surprised that they talk about the group on social media and feel more connected to our mission. Right now, you have a cool opportunity to experience the Expressory for yourself for free. Simply text the word TEST to 414-240-1315. That's TEST to 414-240-1315. And you'll get a surprise mailing including various samples of their handmade cards right to your door. You'll love the experience and you'll want it for your business too. Try out the Expressory today. We're back with Nicole Bandis of the Virtual A-Team. Nicole, I've talked with countless people about delegation and often it goes like this. Yeah, I know I need to find someone, but do you know anyone? Like, I need help, but I don't know where to look. Is that kind of the theory behind the Virtual A-Team? Yeah, when I created it, I had a need. I had a need to begin to outsource in my own business. And I had a lot of my productivity clients saying, can't you just do it for me? And so I realized there was an opportunity there and began to look at where all of the gaps in the current outsourcing model was. And I found that people that are solopreneurs or small business owners, they don't like hiring. It's not in their skill set. They don't like managing. They don't like having to figure out and project manage all of these details. And when you have to have a VA and a social media manager and a website developer and this and that and the all, they're spending more time managing all of these individuals that it begins to be a, well, am I really saving time? Am I saving time at all on all of this? So they really wanted, and I really wanted one place that I could go and get all of the resources and just trust that that process was going to be taken care of for me. So let's talk about what the virtual A-team offers. What do you do? Who do you have? What does the company look like if someone wants to have your team help them grow their business? We start our approach with what we call our virtual business managers. In-house, we call them your director. The director is going to be that individual that's at the top level. They are meeting with you on a regular basis to determine what projects or tasks you have a need to fill. Then they're going to work with our team behind the scenes to make sure that all of the details are taken care of. They're the ones that are communicating with the developers and the social media managers and the content writers and the 
admins and the bookkeepers and all that kind of good stuff. So you only have to communicate with one individual for the most part. Sometimes we may need to bring somebody else in just to have a conversation. And then that individual is managing all of the details for you. I often say back in the day, they used to have those Staples commercials with the button that said that was easy and whenever you pushed it. We need a button that says, yes, we do that. Because I really believe that the biggest problem people have, one of the biggest problems is that they get a VA and they try and fill every need with that one VA. They expect the VA to do the admin and the creatives and the websites and all of this. And that's not a great use of an admin because just like you're not an expert in everything, they're not an expert in everything. So it makes more sense to have a team doing all of this where you can pick the specialties as you need them and delegate it out like that. So let's put an example out there. Let's say I want to do a virtual event in January. I talk with my director or my team lead and say, here's what I want. Here's the vision. And they would go, okay. And they go do the thing. Is it really that easy? Because I've got a team of four or five brilliant people that help me. But you're right. At times, you've got a lot of mouths to feed when you're telling them all what to do and keep the plates spinning. But with your model, I'd work with one person who would then manage the team to do the stuff. Exactly. That's what it's all about. Amazing. That's amazing. I know. (laughs) What is the client response with that kind of model? They love it. I've actually had many clients that when they were initially having a conversation, they were looking for that low-level VA. And when I explained to them the unique difference that virtual A-team offers, they were 100% on board. They just were blown away that this model even existed because they'd never heard of it before. So where does the business go from here? And I don't want to get all nosy and stuff, but it sounds like you've got a really brilliant idea. Like, does this end up having hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of clients? Or is this something that there are virtual A teams all around the country and world? Or where do you go with something like this? Because it sounds really unique. Well, I hope so. So just kind of on the personal side, this is a passion for me. It's a passion for me to be able to help people to have the time to build a business that works around their life and not a life that works around their business. And the more people I can help to do that, the more empowered I personally am going to feel. So I don't see an end to this. I see this growing into a big company that I still have the ability to pick and choose and consider it a boutique agency, but allowing enough people to benefit from it that there's a strong ripple effect from that. And I know that we have some virtual assistants that are listening to the show. Are there any buckets that you need help in or sectors that are heating up that you're getting a lot of requests for? Like, where is the market right now? And how do you go about adding members to your fulfillment team? Anybody can reach out to us. I do have applications for various different roles. It's a specific application for that role. I've kind of narrowed down my hiring process and how it works. And all of my team are contractors. So it's not a guarantee of ours. And it's as we need those services, we tap into those resources. I do actually currently have the need for somebody that's really skilled in things like paid advertising or web development, not just the basic WordPress stuff, but some more high-end coding kind of things, podcast editors, those kind of skill sets. So some of the specialty type stuff. So let's go with one word you just mentioned there. You said guarantee. One of the things that you have on your website that just blew me away, it's so smart, never without guarantee. And as I think about delegating stuff to a team like yours, 
Describe the never without guarantee because it's brilliant. One of the things that I kept hearing over and over again were clients that would come to us and say, I am so burned out with working with VAs because as soon as I get somebody trained, they leave and go somewhere else or something happens and they disappear on me. And then I have to go through this whole training process again. And I realized there was an opportunity here. And so I created the Never Without Guarantee, which basically says, if at any point anybody on your team ever leaves or has to transition, and that leaves you without a team member for any period of time, we are going to fill that position and train them at our expense, not yours. We have processes, we have SOPs, standard operating procedures in place. We have all of those kind of things so that we can have somebody step in if somebody goes on vacation. We can, I mean, life happens. People get sick with COVID or their children are, they're having to homeschool. All these things happen and it is a normal part of business, but we're trying to buffer you from having to deal with those headaches. Having a virtual assistant is a small business cheat code. It's just unbelievable. And a virtual A-team offers a month-to-month commitment, which is amazing. Is there anything else about the virtual A-team or delegation in general that we want to make sure that we share so someone that's thinking about it really gets the full message? It's, uh, and I hate to say it this way, but you have two choices when you hire out. You can get cheap or you can get good. And it's a philosophy that happens in life. If you get cheap, it's going to take you more time and effort to manage that individual. If you get good, they are going to be much more willing to manage themselves. They're going to be much more driven. They're going to be more knowledgeable. So yes, you can get cheap, but you will have an expense on your time. So it's really that value, which is more important to you and kind of think about that. But also... I look at delegating, and I used to not feel this way, so I can totally understand those individuals that do. I look at delegating not as an option, but as a necessity. And even if you're not wanting to grow your business to seven figures or eight figures or beyond, you deserve to have a life that you love to live. And if you're burdened by all of these daily tasks in and out all the time, and it's stressing you out, you are not living the life that you deserve to live. The website is virtualateam.com. Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of The Virtual A-Team. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. If you're enjoying the show, you need to hop in as a Lift As We Climb VIP. It's simple and easy. Just text the word LIFT to 414-240-1315. That's LIFT to 414-240-1315. You'll get a reminder when new shows are released, and we also have some fun giveaways from time to time. This episode of Lift As We Climb is sponsored by The Expressory, your relationship-building concierge, the LinkedIn lifestyle, secrets and strategies to be a LinkedIn star, and cultivating sales, the all-in-one CRM for sales and marketing. I'm Pat Miller, the idea coach and a premier success coach for the eWomen Network. Find out more about me at patmillerideacoach.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.